This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website. Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer. With THC infused in it, this stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show. What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo of the nerds. I'm Chris Rock, the funniest man in the world, apparently, because you're cracking up during the intro. I'm the nerd, if you are. Nerd it. What's going on? How the hell are you? Fuck off. I don't even know why Chris Rock was the one that came to mind. I don't even like him that much. I like Eddie Murphy and Bill Burr as my two guys for stand-up comedy specials. How the hell are you doing? I'm fine. It's man. Friday. Are you excited? Are you happy to be here? Because I sure as hell am. We made it. 
Why were you laughing? What the fuck just, is so funny? You're just driving me nuts. You just drive me nuts. And there's nothing to say except for laugh. So. We're going to just crack it up. Because it's just the same conversations over and over again. Oh, there's nothing to say. So I, just, I say nothing and I just laugh. And I'm just like, so, yeah. So should I just leapfrog you and just tell everyone what the hell I've been watching? I actually watched a couple things. Oh my God, let's do it. Let's I know. It. I'm running out of seasons of Big Brother to watch. You're on season 10, <laughs> season 4, season 30, season 1. You're all over the place. I, I fast forward a lot, though. Like, when I was watching it, I wasn't watching every single minute of every episode. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's why I was blowing through it so quick. But I, Celebrity Game Face season 4 finally popped up on Peacock. I've been waiting for fucking ever for that to finally show up, and it did this week. So I watched that. Now, let me ask you about this show. This was the one where they're on Zoom camera because this yeah. was filmed during COVID. It started during COVID, but I guess it was popular enough to keep going. So they, they're they just continuing to do it that way. And it's funnier that way because they're in their house. Mm-hmm. And they have to run around their house like idiots. And it's I crack up. I freaking laugh my ass off watching these these people. It doesn't and, bother you at all, though? Like, watching a show that was filmed during COVID? Like no. the, It doesn't bring back, like, the what the fuck are they doing kind of shit. It does to me when I see shit. See, I don't let shit like that bother me. Oh, it, it, it doesn't. It pisses me off. I know, but I, I, I think it's freaking hilarious. And then yeah. the reason I wanted this season to come out so freaking bad is because uh, the podcast I listened to was on it, and I'm like, all I wanted to was see this fucking episode. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I finally got to watch that. I watched all 13 episodes of that, and then I think I said on Wednesday show that I was asked to watch a fucking movie. And I couldn't remember what the hell the damn movie was. So when Sherry was listening to the Wednesday episode, she texted me. She's like, bitch, this is the movie. <laughs> I need you to watch it. So I'm like, oh, okay, fine. So I put it on, and it was called Ritual Killer on Hulu. And it has uh, Morgan Freeman, and I don't know his name, but he plays Rip on uh, on uh, Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. And then it has that really slimy, sleazy dude from Prison Break in it as the captain. And this fucking movie, man, it took me like 25 minutes to get into it. Like, no fucking lie. But she's like, I, I, she's like it starts off slow, but it, it gets decent, and then I need help with the ending. And I'm like, okay. So, anything for my BFF, let me suffer through this shit. So, finally, I get into it. And it, the, like, the middle of the movie is so freaking good. And I'm paying attention the whole time. And then it ends, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, I just don't understand. So it started so terrible. Then it got really, really good. And then it just had, like, the shittiest fucking ending that I didn't like at all. Mm-hmm. This rip dude from Yellowstone, stop making fucking movies, dude, because you suck. Like, I just don't understand. Love him on Yellowstone. But this Nicole is, I Hauser. think... I think this is the third movie I have tried with him in it. And the movie was terrible. Yeah, he plays one good character and that's it. If he's you, like Robert England. Just choose a different... And I always try it because he's always in there with someone else. Like, this had Morgan Freeman in it. I'm like, okay, well, I like him. Mm-hmm. So it can't be too bad. <laughs> but, like, a lot of the movie was good. It was just the beginning and the end that was just terrible. And then they had this one random character... The whole movie could have been without this character in England. Like, I don't even know what his role was at all. <laughs> it's a, it, Basically, the movie's about this killer that he's killing 
like kids in like a ritualistic way mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out why and who it is and whatever so like you're fucking bizarre it was a bizarre movie I don't recommend it <laughs> I would never watch that again that bad and huh? you guys don't understand the ending no I understand I understand it I didn't like it yeah like what was the point of that you didn't need him to do what he did like I could we could have ended a different way it's fucking stupid I thought that there was a couple holes in the in the storyline. Like I would, like a, her and I were texting this morning, and I'm like, "What the fuck did this mean? Why was this set?" And she's like, "I felt the same way." So like, why did you put me through watching this fucking movie? <laughs> were you guys able to understand? Were you able to explain it to Sherry how it ended? Or were we? Well, guys yeah, able we, to, okay. we like yeah. It's just we we didn't like how it. Like why did they have to do it that way? It was just stupid. It was the stupidest thing. I no. I, I like. D- Two and a half stars because like the middle was good. Like the when it started getting into like the action and stuff was actually happening, mm-hmm. the core of the movie was good. It was just like the beginning and end. It's like okay, well we could have done something a hell of a lot better with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I guess I thanks a lot, Sherry. Fucking hell. Mm. <laughs> that bad, huh? So whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I did sit there. Like, it It took until the second I went to bed before I, it was finished. Like, it brought me all the way up to bedtime. And I'm like, oh, it's 1040? Okay. Mm. Got to go to bed. But at least I finished the damn movie. Same. If you guys going to figure it out, I thought you guys no, were going to have to beg the toxic twins to watch this movie no, and, no, and explain she it. She does want you to watch it. She oh, wanted, the movie. The movie yeah, okay. She wanted to see what you thought of it. And I'm like... It doesn't have a glowing endorsement, does it? No, no. Like, I understand. <laughs> I understand what happened at the end. I didn't like it, is my thing. Like, it was just stupid. This is stupid. Why is Rip doing that? Stupid. That's the problem. When you play a character that becomes really popular, people only want to see you do that one role. It's like you can't be Rip and then start getting your ass kicked in another movie when you look just like Rip in the fucking movie. Well, he's... Every movie I've seen him in, he plays, like, some kind of detective or police officer or whatever. He can play that role. It's just the movie itself is shitty. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's not a terrible actor, and he's awesome on Yellowstone. And he can play the role that he's in. It's just like, everything around it is just like, this is fucked up. This is stupid. Like, what it's are awful. you doing? Can you please, like, are you not getting good roles? You should be able to get something because you're on Yellowstone. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you just, you know what? <sighs> Try out for something different, man, because I can't, I can't keep suffering through his shit. <laughs> <sighs> terrible, man. Listen, at least I watched something. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you did. It, I'm sorry it sucked. Maybe Sherry likes me better still because she sent me like one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. And she sends you a fucking a flaming turd. <laughs> but uh, the middle of the movie was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So it's not like it wasn't terrible, terrible. It, you just have to hold out until it starts to get good. And yeah. that holding out where nothing was happening and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Which mm. is stupid. Jesus. What else did you watch? That's it. That's it? <laughs> oh, but that's probably all you can stomach after you watch such a shitty movie. He wants to put another one on after that. Oh, God. Listen, whatever, man. I don't know. I'm, I, I, you know what? It's whatever. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I still have Friday Night Lights to go back to. I haven't, I haven't even touched that again. So I can go back to that, I guess. I don't know what I'm going to do. That's that's right, right. you do anything else? No, oh the challenge. Like I like I the regular shit I'm still watching. Okay. 
Big Brother and, and the shit. challenge. Like it's the not shows. it's not boring, but like nothing huge is happening to where like it's you know mm-hmm. you know, and if you don't watch the challenge you don't care. Yeah, I don't know so, anything about that show. I think that's the one he said was like the all stars of all the other shitty reality shows, the ones who got the most drunk or were being put on a competition against each other. Well, they put legends in with <laughs> yeah. CBS reality legends. stars. I call them train wrecks. You call them legends. Legends or veterans or whatever. Like, the people that actually know how to yeah. do the fucking challenge. I get it. And they're wiping the floor with these people, and it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I would love just, to get on one of these shows. So, like, I just want to go on blind. I don't want to see these fights. <laughs> I just want to see how hard this would be for a fucking guy who never watched these shows to go on there and just see what they can do. This week's was a really good episode, yeah. so... You gotta put these blocks in this container before the time. Like, how fucking hard is that? You, know, you gotta do it above the ocean. Like, nope, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, see? I'm out. Okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Try doing trivia above the ocean. Oh what was the show they used to do that? They used to have, like, the. Oh, it was Fear Factory. They had, like, a fucking, yes. like, a big ass warship, and you're fucking 100 feet above it, and you gotta look down, like, fucking sharks circle in the water. Hell no. I used to love that show. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I would watch yeah. that every fucking week, and then it came back. Whatever happened to the guy that used to fucking host it? I bet he ain't doing shit with himself now, is he? It's a joke. I was going to say, really? It's, it's a joke. <laughs> what happened to that fucking guy? Uh, because it, it did come back a few years back, and I, and I watched it then, but then they got rid of it again. That was such a freaking good show. Yeah. And then, like, Forrest Griffin or whoever the fuck, Forrest Whitaker, or, didn't they have some other guy come host the show? No, it was uh, KRS-One. It was a rapper, wasn't it? There's a fucking uh, rapper. Yeah, it was. Over. It was a rapper. I, th- I didn't Ludacris? Think, it, I thought it was Ludacris. It was Ludacris. I don't know. Fuck it. I'm, You're, I'm like, a, listing people. I'm like, eventually, fuck I'll fucking that? get it. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was ludicrous. It really was good. Was it Lil Ray, Lil Trell, <laughs> Lil this, Lil that, Lil all fucking day long? Oh, Jesus. What else been up to? Nothing, man. All right, so. guess I'll get into my list of stuff here. And I watched a lot of stuff. I'm not going to you know comment over everything because Heels just released a new episode today, uh, episode seven of season two. And I got to get to that. I, I almost forgot. And then I'm like, wait, today's Friday. We made it. But more importantly, another episode of Heels is out. Got to watch it. Amazing show, and I want you and uh, Sherry. What what are you guys called again? Because you guys have have been separated for a while. I don't know if you guys brought the band back together. Are you guys still the Big Titty Committee or not? Yeah, shut up. All right, well then I have an offer for you guys to watch Heels because we love it. I don't know about you guys. It's a fucking wrestling show. It's it's really fucking good, though. It's a great show. But not only am I excited for that, I'm excited to talk about a couple things that, uh, that, that were watched over the past couple of days here in... Sadly, today, or actually yesterday, was technically my last day of vacation because today I went back to work. So, got a lot of stuff out of the way. And one of the movies I wanted to talk about was my favorite one of the bunch. It's called Corner Office, and it's on Netflix. Uh, fucking great movie, and it stars the guy from Mad Men, John Hamm. He's in it as a fucking weird dude. He's just like an office worker. And he, he looks like a fucking pedophile. He, he's got the big mustache like Super Mario. He's really awkward and weird. He's, he actually uh, has the personality of like a fucking doorknob, you know? He just he doesn't like his coworkers, doesn't talk to anybody. He's a lot like me in that respect. Doesn't talk to his coworkers, doesn't get personal with them or anything like that. He hates everything about everyone that works there. He's walking through the office and he finds this door that he goes into. And in that door, he feels nothing but peace and serenity. It's like the greatest room he's ever been in. It's like the ultimate man cave built specifically for him. Room is tailor-made to his liking. He's like, where the fuck? You know, he has no idea what's in there. He goes back to the office after he leaves that room, and he's like all happy and upbeat. One of the workers is like, what the fuck were you doing standing out there? You were just standing in front of the wall staring at at, at the wall. You're just staring there. People were trying to talk to him. They're like, hey, are you there? Is everything okay? He was like catatonic, basically, while he's staring at this wall. 
But the scene that you're seeing is him going inside this room and looking around and having this great experience. The whole movie is him telling people about this room, and they're like, this room, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They looked at the floor plans. There's no room there. They're all standing in front of the room. He's opening the door like, don't you guys see it? And no one sees it but him. It's a fucking killer movie, but most people would probably think it was boring because it takes place 99% of the movie is in this office building. But it's really fucking good, and it reminds me of a classic Twilight Zone where, like, you know, the main character, you're seeing everything and hearing his perspective, and everyone else is crazy but him, the way he's telling the story. But it ties it together so well, and you got to watch this movie. One of the best things I've watched in a long time, a uh, fucking amazing movie called Corner Office. There's another one called Land. If you want to have a good cry, this is a good movie for you. It was really good, though. I mean, I can see a lot of people crying their eyes out. If they have some edibles, they might shed a tear. Fucking great movie. It's about this woman who... Uh, it starts off with her husband and child being fucking brutally murdered at a concert. And it's like, what the fuck, right? You know, and she gets the news and she's broken up about it because it's her fucking... It's her family just fucking gone. You know, she's by herself. So she sells her her house and sells everything. She fucking ghosts everybody in the family says goodbye. Buys a fucking cabin out in the middle of nowhere. Freezing cold, it's snowing. She has really no idea how to survive there. And she's, of course, you know, goes really bad. But her idea was, I want to go to this place and I just want to suffer and not have anybody deal with my grief or my bullshit. I just want to go there and die slowly and alone. And that's her prerogative, you know. She's a grown woman. So she goes there and it doesn't go so well. Something happens to her and then uh, a person shows up and, and, and helps her. And the whole movie is about her trying to get back to, to get to a point where she can like live life or be happy or just get over it a little bit and it's a really good story and her and the person that comes to save her have a really good connection and it's, it's, it's a really good fucking movie not something in my wheelhouse but I really fucking enjoyed it so it, it, it's, a, it's a good movie um, definitely check that one out it's called Land that one was on Amazon if you have one of the free websites you could check that out I'm not going to go over everything I watched, but I did want to talk about fucking Lucifer because I'm still battling through this show I don't know how you're still watching it I'm almost done I am finally almost done. I <clears throat> I watched the fucking season that was five seasons long. I mean, yeah, shit. Yeah, that was like weeks ago. Yeah, but I, I would be done with it by now. But I can't watch it all day like you uh, can. I can't. I, I watch it in the morning and I watch it at night. I watch it like maybe like an episode or two here during the day. I don't, I, I, I can't watch this one all the time, but I do enjoy it. And I was really shocked because they introduced finally, it shows about fucking the devil and God and all this other shit. Finally, God shows up. And it's the it's the fucking Allstate guy. <laughs> you won't get hands with Allstate. That fucking guy. That motherfucker shows up. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? And of course, God's a bumbling idiot, you know, in the, in the whole thing. But, you know, God works in mysterious ways, so I'm sure it's going to come out that everything he was doing was for a reason in, in, the, in, in the show or whatever. But I can tell this show has fucking lost its way, and I, and I bet... Diehard fans of the show were probably like, we campaigned for this shit coming back. The second half of season five, I thought I was on six, but I'm actually on five. Six is the last one. That's next. The second half of five, they hit like a patch of like four episodes in a row and probably still going. Where they're themed episodes. You can tell it's a fucking dying show on life support. They did a fucking musical, which was awful. Because it's like, you know when a show is failing or, or, or going away. The, the main characters, as far as I've seen on these shows, they always have to try to build up their second career. 
So they probably get their agent, hey, uh, hey, hey, I can sing pretty well, right? Well, hey, why don't you talk to these people and see if they can get an episode of me singing because the show's I going. I want to set up my next career. That's how I feel. It's it's happened on every fucking show I watch. They have to have at least one or two fucking musical episodes, and I hate it. But this one, but and this throw, Not listen. just that. Throw in a fucking black and white episode in they there. They did that, too. Piss me off. They did that, too. I hate that. That happens on, like, almost yeah. all my shows. But listen to this, though, because... The reason why I think this one really fucking goes over and above and beyond all the other shows is because you had that episode first. You had the black and white, actually. Then you had a musical. And then you had one girl who was, like, a part of the show, but she's, like, a secondary character. She's, like, a B-cast player, the Spanish chick. Yeah. Her, uh, the forensic chick, Emma. She had an episode dedicated to herself. It was like, why? And then you had the fucking other guy, the fucking uh, detective dickhead. He fucking showed up. <laughs> the, the most useless fucking character. Him and Matt should have a spinoff show. Matt from The Vampire Diaries. Where they just fucking just look at each other. Are you going to do something? Are you going to do something? Are you going to do something? That's what they should fucking have. He had an episode dedicated to himself. The fucking detective chick. She had one. I'm, and, and, and more songs. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Where's the story? Can you fucking end this shit already? It's like, what the fuck are they doing with this? You know? So I'm ready for this show to end. Uh, supposedly, from what I'm, I'm, I'm told, it gets better. I, I, I don't see how unless they just stop the fucking singing and just get to the damn show again. But, uh, yeah, I'm just about done with it, though. And it's, it's still going to get a pretty good review from me because I, I, I've enjoyed it. It's just the ending. It's like they should have just fucking just not done it or just ended the fucking show or just not brought it back at all if this is what the fuck they're doing. What? I'm just gonna say, well, they had to bring it back because this is not the way to end it. I know it's. it's just, this was terrible. Oof, bad. I don't know if anyone even liked it. This was these episodes were awful. You know I what I'm talking them. about? I, okay. Yeah, I fast forwarded them. Hmm. I didn't like them at all. Every time they do it to any one of my shows, I fast yeah. forward it or I completely skip it. So for them to end on that, mm-hmm. I would have been fucking pissed. Yeah. So they came back and wrapped it up, but like this, this they could not end it like that. I, I'm not impressed by this guy singing. He, he thinks he's he's a fucking singer. He's not a good singer. He, he's the kind of guy that if you go to like a restaurant and they happen to have live music and one guy sings in the same fucking voice the whole time, it's like, okay, he's a good singer, but then you hear the same... It's like he's not, he's not like a fucking... He doesn't have any range. He, I don't know if this guy's got a fucking inflated ego. He thinks he's the shit. But my BFF found something about him. Uh, I guess he had some, like, extramarital stuff going on in his life. And the woman he was with, he ditched her and the kid for a co-star on Once Upon a Time that he was with. Really? Who or some shit. I, I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. I, I, I just found out last night. So I'm like, this guy's a real piece of shit. So it, it, it kind of made me think, he's a piece of shit in real life. He probably thinks his shit don't stink. And then I was thinking about the interview he had. Mm-hmm. Where, oh, well, we were all having a good time, and then he walks in the room and everyone shut up. I remember that, and I'm thinking, all the wheels are turning. I'm like, this guy's a fucking asshole. And that made me start hating him and enjoying his character less because he's a fucking scumbag. And I hate Tom Cruise for the same See, reason. you got to stop bringing real-life shit. I can't, I can't. Into it's, stuff you're watching. I mean, like, the reason why I hate Tom Cruise is he abandoned his kid. I hate this guy because he abandoned his kid and fucking, you know, just completely just turned into a scumbag. And it seems like he fucking geared the show to be around his non-existent singing voice and shit. I don't know. I can't wait for it to be over, but it is a good show. It's just... <laughs> it always uh, happens. I start liking something, and I start ripping it apart, but I still do enjoy it. I'm going to finish it. And the show does make me laugh, especially when uh, the guy that I don't like anymore fucking just buries that fucking useless detective guy. I fucking love seeing that, but... <laughs> uh, oh, I do want to ask you a question. What the fuck is uh, 
the god in these fucking TV shows. Oh, he's always black. Do you think they know something we don't know, these Hollywood writers? Because you got Morgan Freeman, who's like the most famous one. But he was good. He was good. He was fucking Allstate good. Guy. Yeah. Put hands with Allstate. That <laughs> fucking scumbag. I don't know. It's just weird, isn't it? Isn't it weird, though, how they just fucking do that? It's like, you're just assuming. Like, I would like to see God be like a fucking... Chinese midget in the fucking TV show. Do something we haven't seen yet, because we don't know. I'm sure he could take any form he wants, right? Yeah. The original fucking uh, androgynous character. I don't know. But um, but one last thing I, I did want to bring up to you really quick before we get into the show, because that, that was all I watched. I didn't really do anything else, but uh, I went back to work today and enjoyed my last day of vacation. Did you see the stuff with Jimmy Fallon in the media? Um... Is it about him? Because if it's about him, I yeah. did not. I saw the interview with him in... That 70s show guy. Oh, oh, that one? You didn't see this? Oh, so you don't know anything about those. No. <clears throat> oh, boy. So, you know how Ellen DeGeneres had, and Kelly Clarkson, they had that stuff for toxic workplaces and stuff yeah. like that? Same thing with Jimmy Fallon, but his is even worse. Supposedly, he's like this raging fucking alcoholic behind the scenes. And, oh, he kind of looks like I mean, he has gotten very bloated since he first started, and that's yeah. the first signs of alcoholism. People bloat the fuck up. They look, they look horrible. Well, supposedly, he gets really drunk, and he's got good days and bad days. He goes out on, like, all-night benders and shit, and he just, like, completely treats his, his employees like crap. He got called out because a whole group of them came out, like 15 or 16 of the employees that came out, and they were like, yeah, this guy treats us like shit. He's, he's got... Like this fucking temper some days. Some days he's great. He's like the fun Jimmy Fallon that you see on TV. And other times he's just running people down. And I guess uh, they're following some big lawsuit. He had to go out and apologize for it and whatnot. And there was a, a clip going around where he had Jerry Seinfeld on the show. And I guess the guy who was holding the like cue cards up, the whoever the fuck does that next to the cameras, was doing something that Jimmy Fallon didn't like. So he... Like went off on the guy, and Seinfeld was like made Jimmy Fallon apologize to the guy. He's like, "Hey, that's not right. You should apologize to the guy." And that clip was going around online. I guess Jimmy Fallon is really getting under hot water here. I think it's fucking great, but I wanted to ask you because you've got Ellen, Kelly Clarkson, and now you got Jimmy Fallon being accused of all this horrible behavior, and they've all got one thing in common. They're all overly fucking like you know left wing, blue, get your vaccine, get your shot. Righteous symbols on TV. They're supposed to be the fun-loving, happy people, but they're the ones that have these dark histories and like they treat their people like shit and whatnot. You never hear about this about Fox News people. You don't hear like Tucker Carlson. You don't hear Dan Bongino or any of these other fucking people treating their people like shit. That's why I ask you. Like, what do you think is the reasoning for that? Do you think like there's anything to it that maybe these people that no. are telling you they're great people no. are all phonies and fakes behind the scenes? No. Does that affect your opinion? No. Doesn't? No, because I can separate shit. shit. Okay. And who knows about the people that you mentioned? Like, maybe those workers haven't come out yet. Yeah. They're going to wait another fucking 20 years and then run their mouths and be like, oh, all this shit happened. Well, then you... Why didn't you say something back then? I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Like, I don't... I have no idea. Like, I I don't know. I, I enjoyed... Ellen's show when I watched it I didn't watch it all the way to the end but when I watched it I enjoyed it Ooh, she's a scumbag backstage <laughs> whatever yeah. you're the one that's still working you were still working there I, I don't know I, I don't I don't really care yeah you got that I always think the people that are preaching the most at you telling you to be a good person and whatnot, telling you to do all these things 
are always always the fucking people that have the bullshit skeletons in their closet because they think they're holier than thou. They think they're better than us. That's just the way they are. I have a horrible opinion of all those fucking people. There's a lot of that in Hollywood, though, that we don't a even lot. know about. So, a lot like, of them. I mean, I guarantee it's not just these three. Oh, yeah. So. Hey, you would think that you would have that kind of money and power and influence. You would just be a cool fucking person. Just be cool. You know, yeah. like you've got you've you've made it. You've gotten to a point where not many people are ever going to achieve the level of fame or attention or, or what or success that you have. Just be a fucking nice person. Is it that hard to be nice when you got money? <laughs> like, like seriously, because like I mean, in comparison, like we have more money than a fucking homeless person at Walmart. But I'm not going to treat them like shit. You know what I mean? I mean, like there are levels in life. Yeah. But like someone with like a million dollars would treat us like it's just it's just fucking weird. It, it's I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people. You know? think they're better than us? They, they, That's all. They just need to get knocked the fuck down. A <laughs> I know. But anyway, you ready to get into the show? You see that seventies dude got thirty fucking years, man. Which one was this again? I can't remember his fucking name. The one that raped the two girls with the curly fucking hair. Danny Masterson, the Afro Yes, beard. that okay. one. 30, 30 fucking years, dude. For two rapes? Yeah, 15 for each. He could have just paid them off with an NDA like they all do. Apparently not. Is he broke? I don't know. Maybe he couldn't pay them off. Man. 30 fucking years. I saw that. I don't know if that was this morning or last night. Damn, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gonna be in prison for a long-ass time. Did they get any money, the girls? Because this was over know. 20 years, the, the cases, weren't they? 2003 or 2004, yeah. he raped them. It's 20 like years. A long time ago. Talk I, about the rape now. How the yeah. fuck is there proof? I don't know. I didn't read anything proof? on the case. I'm waiting for this documentary to come yeah. out because I will be all over that when that comes out. But, I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> girls. that got raped 19 years ago. But you, I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. And, well, at least, you know, I will say this: it was only two women that came out and said yeah. it. Usually, when one comes out, like 50 yeah. of them fucking come out. So, well, I mean, I don't have know. you seen that guy? I don't think any girls want to admit to fucking that thing, man. <laughs> Seriously. I, just, I just found that really interesting. Like, holy fuck. Because I, I used to love that show. Whenever we used to talk about rape stories, I used to fucking beg people, like, please say something as it happens. I know it might be embarrassing, but if you want justice, you got to fucking say something. As soon as it happens, say something, man. You don't fucking wait 20 years. Yeah. I, 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 I don't, I mean, this guy shouldn't be in jail. 20 fucking years you're going to wait? I mean, like, you have to... I mean, if you're a judge, you have to look at, like, motivation. So what's the motivation? Are, are these girls broke? You know, what What the fuck is the deal here? You know, it sucks. It sucks. It, it does. I mean, it may sound like I'm, I'm insensitive, but I'm not. You got to do this shit immediately. If you get raped, you fucking say something, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get it. I don't really you don't keep that. Either. You don't keep that a fucking secret. If somebody does, does me wrong, I'm going to fucking get them right back, you know? And if you're a woman, I understand you can't just go get them right back, especially if it's a guy, you know, a much bigger man raping you and shit. You gotta fucking do something. You can't just sit on it for 20 years. God damn it. Say something. It's just too many articles for me to read and go through everything. So I don't really know anything about the case. I just know it's him. So please hurry up and make this documentary so I can sit there for two hours and watch it. Because I don't have a clue about that case. I just saw that he got 30 years. I'm just like, fuck, dude. I'm glad glad justice was done. But if they would have said something sooner, maybe they could have prevented a lot more rapes. I don't know if he's got a wife or a girlfriend or whatever. Someone that I can't pronounce her fucking name. But they sketched him, like, blowing her a kiss as he got sentenced. So No, what he's doing is kissing his money goodbye. He he blew her a kiss goodbye. And I'm just like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking dude, man. Jesus. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, today's September 8th, which means someone out there is celebrating a birthday, and someone else is celebrating a birthday in three days. I can't wait for that Florida man story. Our favorite little man oh, is celebrating a, little man's a birthday. Be Our favorite little boy. I can't wait for that one. But today's your birthday. We're not going to take away from you. Your Florida man story is this one. Uh, Florida man's arrested. And this was courtesy of Jay Hall, our pal Jay Hall, longtime friend of the show. Love this guy. He's great. He wanted to make sure you guys got a very special uh, Florida man birthday surprise. This man was arrested by the Coast Guard for trying to cross the Atlantic in a human-sized hamster wheel. I would be horrified. Horrified. He had a great idea. No, no, he in did theory, not. In theory, the contraption looks like it should work. There are huge things living in the ocean. Where do you think you're going to go? And how do you know you're going in the right fucking direction to get to freaking England? I think he was trying to get to, right? I don't know. I've, I haven't read this. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, my God. I would be fucking horrified. Oh, let's see what happened here. So Coast Guard officials arrested a Florida man after they, after they intercepted his unusual hamster wheel contraption at, uh, that he was allegedly attempting to run to London. Yeah. Run to London. I wouldn't even walk there on dry land. And he wants to fucking run. How do you know where you're going? <laughs> There's no roads. And there are ships and shit out there. I, I just don't understand it. Can you imagine being on like a carnival cruise line and you look over and you see this <laughs> asshole on a fucking contraption? <sighs> so according to the criminal complaint, 44-year-old Riza Baluki is facing federal charges after he was rescued 70 miles off of Tybee Island, Georgia. Beautiful fucking place, Tybee Island. 70 miles. Mm-hmm. Mm. So far that everywhere you look is nothing but fucking ocean. I, there are two hurricanes out there. <laughs> this dude is so lucky he was found. This guy is checking all the boxes on my biggest fears. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Based on the condition of the vessel, which was afloat as a result of wiring and buoys, USCG officers determined Bellucci was conducting a manifestly unsafe voyage. The vessel is a giant metal drum with inflatable buoys on each side and paddles that are powered by a runner inside. He was unable to provide officials with the required registration for his water vehicle and informed officials that he was running in his wheel all the way to London, England. <laughs> what was he yeah. on? When Coast Guard uh, officers told Baluki they were cutting his voyage short, he threatened to kill himself with a 12-inch knife if anyone tried to apprehend him and claimed to have a bomb aboard his little vessel. <laughs> After days of trying to get him to board the, the Coast Guard vessels, he admitted that he did not have a real bomb on September 1st when his fucking legs got tired, I'm sure. They were able to get him to disembark, so they got him at Miami Beach, Florida. He was at the base there. This was not his first attempt. He tried in 2014, 2016, and 2021. He's facing a lot of federal charges. It's here the now. same guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're saying they, he was doing this to raise money for homeless people. They keep finding you, dude, and they keep bringing you back. Mm-hmm. How many fines do you want? Come I mean, on. this is his dream. He said he ain't giving it up. And I say, fuck it. If he wants to do it, why can't he? Why can't he do this? Who is he hurting besides himself? If someone wants to do something that will probably get them killed, we should let them do it. If they're fully aware, he's done this a few times, you can't stop him. But he knows the risk. But the ocean, man. You're going to have those buoys out there and Whatever. all sorts of shit. Whatever. I mean, I there's mean, a fucking plastic island. He would never make around. it. He would starve to death. Well, maybe, Dehydrate. maybe he will. Out there in the middle of the ocean, man, with storms and shit. Like, you have no idea. Mm-mm-mm. 
Not to mention freaking sharks. Like, no. Mm. I mean, this is a really fucked up story here, but we're going to get into the actual show here. There's a lot of good things to talk about. Not everything's going to be good. Because I had to find these very quickly. There was a very uh, short window of time before we started the show and time I had the research for the show. But I think you're going to be very happy with some of these topics, okay? All right, so let's hop on into it here. A trans-identifying inmate locked up for sexual assault and groped the prison guards while, while he was there. Oh, my fucking Lord. A 27-year-old transgender inmate who was locked up for sexually assaulting a nurse has admitted to groping two prison guards, one male and one female. Katana Paris, who is biologically male and is always going to be a male, but he identifies as a woman and uses female pronouns like an idiot, was sentenced to 37 months behind bars for pulling a nurse towards his genitals while in a hospital. That's not very ladylike, is it? Mm. Has a woman ever done that? Just fucking grabs the guy's head, just fucking shoves it down her little twat area, just fucking, there it is, you know? Yeah. Well, anyway. Well, I do it all the time. So. All the time. All the fuck. <laughs> Last year, Paris touched a female prison guard inappropriately while she was serving him breakfast. She approached the defendant's cell and unlocked the door in order to serve him uh, Paris breakfast, prosecutor Megan Edwards said. Paris then stepped out of the cell, uh, though prisoners typically stay inside their cells. Uh, she asked the defendant to move back, but the request was ignored. Paris then placed a hand on her hand before sliding his fingers between her knuckles. I'm trying to read this the way it's supposed to be, so they, they're they trying to be nice and say her for this fucking weirdo freak that thinks he's a woman. I'm trying to correct it. The female officer who was being helped with breakfast by two other inmates then moved away. Paris, in reaction, jumped up and down as if excited, moved toward the guard and touched her genitals. The guard was shocked and in disbelief that Paris deliberately touched her like that. A prisoner who was around the area asked the guard if Paris had touched her, and the guard replied, Yes, he just touched me. The guard, however, continued to serve breakfast, not to draw attention to the incident, and then later report what happened to her. Now, this is the problem. The fucking guard is supposed to be the boss here, right? Mm -hmm. Why the fuck is this transgender piece of fucking garbage allowed to touch this fucking working woman and just get away with it? And that working woman is afraid to say anything to the trans fucking piece of shit out of fear of losing their job. Out of fear of that or out of fear of being overpowered? Exactly, because that's, that's a, a man. fucking man. Exactly. He could put, I don't know how big he is, but, I mean, he could just manhandle her. There's, if it's a woman's pod or a woman's section, it's women's officers in there. Should be, yeah. yeah. So, I mean... Now it's going to have to be the opposite. You're going to have to have men in there, too, to overpower these fucking dudes pretending to be women. Mm. Anyway, the next day, Paris grabbed the genitals of a male guard trying to serve the inmate lunch. The male officer described Paris as aggressive and recalled the inmate reaching out with his right hand and groping him after he unlocked the hatch to Paris's door to pass along the food. He immediately felt violated and used his body strength to push her back into the cell. Attorney Rochelle Collins claimed Paris had emotional and mental health problems at the time of the incidents. Of course. So and anyway, uh, he's extremely remorseful and tells me this happened at a time when his mental health was at its lowest. Whatever. So this person didn't get in any trouble. They got sent to solitary for like half a day and were able to go right back in the general population because they don't know what to do with these fucking freaks because they're not allowed to do what they should be able to do with them. You yeah. got the government telling you they have to stay here. They're making the rules. These fucking correctional officers. I would hate to be one right now. Could you imagine? No. Because you fucking imagine. You got the fucking New York Knicks in a fucking cell wearing a bunch of wigs and you're like, all right, ladies. You know, what the fuck, man? It's so bad that these <clears throat> fucking freak shows have the power... And, I mean, that guy is in there because he committed a crime, obviously. 
he's not supposed to have any power. You're supposed to say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, when you're in the fucking prison and, and just fucking keep your head low and just do your time. This fucking emboldened freak of nature thinks they can just willy-nilly fucking grab people's body parts. It reminds me of another quick thing here where there was a, an, an incident where, I can't remember where the fuck this was, I wish I had this topic, but this, this guy, same situation, this trans dude, was trying to go into like a lady's locker room and the ladies didn't want it, the business didn't want it, but they had to do it because the township that they were in fucking says a trans people could do whatever the fuck they want. Of course, it's a Democrat area. Anyway, the fucking trans guy comes in there and he's just asking all these personal nasty questions to the woman and making them feel uncomfortable. They stopped, they stopped going to the place and then they got their passes revoked because they were discriminating against the fucking trans dude. And he was going in there asking them vulgar, nasty shit about their vaginas, about their periods and shit. And it's just a fucking nasty fucking person, man. These people are perverted. They're, they're nasty. None of them are fucking right in the head. You know, there's something wrong with them. And, and, and we're saying that they're fucking great, you know? I, I, don't, I don't like it. It pisses me off. What do you think? <laughs> like, I don't know what you I'll want me to say. Guy. I'll be no, the bad guy. I've, I've, I've said everything I need to say, man. I don't right. like them. They're disgusting. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Right. I mean... Yeah. I don't know. I, went, I, I don't know. I don't know what you can do with them. I really don't. What would you do if you were in like a Walmart dressing room and some fucking dude is like, well, like that's like a single place. Well, like let's say like you're at like the YMCA or some shit and you're in the ladies' side and you're showering and the fucking dude comes in there and he's like, hey, these periods are fucking great, aren't they? And I'm like, what the fuck are you going to like look at me like, are you even going to entertain the thought? Be like, get the fuck out of here, you weirdo. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't even talk to them. Yeah, I, get I the fuck get out of here, you nasty piece out. of shit. And these motherfuckers are taking over women's safe spaces. It's not right. I fucking hate them with a passion. I hate them more than anything. I hate these fucking trans dudes. They just think they can just walk all over women and take over their fucking spots. New York, no, no, here, here you go. Here's one about New York. And this is what you call fuck around and finding out. Remember in 2020 when they were saying we can't close the borders, we can't do this, fucking, you have to stay home with the migrants and come in. Oh, right? now they're all crying? Oh, yeah. They're crying because Biden will help them? Oh, it's good. Yeah, I, I did see that. I didn't read the article, but I saw the, the t- headlines, and I'm like, this is what you get, man. And you people, asked for it, this is yeah. what you fucking get. Yeah, they were calling themselves a sanctuary city in New York, and they're the ones that are getting sent to everybody because Texas is like, we never wanted them. We're going to bust them to New York where you guys are the sanctuary. You want this shit, right? You fucking take them. Never thought about this, though. Never thought about this. And a lot of people are not thinking about this uh, as a a possible side effect. So New York City students are being forced into a different school because illegal immigrants are taking over the school in the first day of classes. I don't know how the fuck they're registering there. How are they registering? Where's their address? The fucking local hotel? I mean... And I don't think that's fair. If these students were already students from last year... Yeah. Why should they have to go to a different school because these fucking kids are coming in? Get priority. That's like, hey, these bullshit. fucking migrant kids, they shouldn't even be here in the first place. They're just walking over the border and just being fucking given hotels, money, cell phones and shit. It's ridiculous how much money we're fucking blasting these fucking scumbags. But anyway, around 21,000 illegal immigrant children flooded New York City schools for the first day of classes on Thursday, <laughs> forcing one school to place kids in a different facility because they'd reached building capacity. Students attending Newcomers High School in Long Island City were told to line up outside the building to wait to get inside. Teachers at the school became frustrated and were forced to require some students at Gotham Tech High School, another school that shares a building with newcomers, to go across the street to another facility. 
And how is this just finding being found out now? People didn't. I don't, people didn't think about this. Like, what about the no? I know, kids? but like, found? like for us, like, well, I know it was different upstate New York. We we had to register the kid uh, to go to school, and then that they, she was just always part of that school until we took her out. Mm-hmm. Down here, though, we had to register these kids every fucking year, every freaking year, which is a pain in my ass. Every May, I had to fill out these yeah. freaking papers. So I don't understand how these kids are just showing up. Did, didn't they register to go to the school? They ha- how did they not have a freaking heads up that this was going to happen? That's what they were saying too. They're saying that you know the the area that the mayor they they, they failed them. They were like, but yeah, you can't they just go to school without being registered. No, you can for like a month, right? You have to can provide. You? I th- that you, you can. I think schools have to take you, but they give you a time frame. Oh, before see, they kick I didn't you know out. that. I'm always, well, we're yeah. those parents that are always ahead of everything. Yeah, we always so. get this shit done. But when I was a kid, I remember I was staying with my dad for a little bit. And we went to the school, and they were like, all right, just give me his name. And boom, I, I was in. Like, that was fucking easy. Oh. But I had to bring a lot of shit to the school. Immunizations and all that. Before, the, like, a couple of weeks were up or whatever, I had to leave. Okay. So, yeah, this whole thing's a fucking mess here. And they did get a statement from one of the students that's going there. So I wanted to get here early because I'm new. And I question the age of this guy. 14-year-old Alex, he's probably 50. I'm going to be lost, and so are all these guys. I think they should have let them come a day before. I hate being stuck in crowds, and this is definitely my worst nightmare. Not crossing that fucking big-ass river to get to this country was in this fucking problem. I'm just going to be going crazy at my school. And other kids were saying they were getting thrown around, and they were given a lot of free uh, equipment, like book bags they were handing out, free supplies for these kids. They were just able to just go in there and fucking take over. Well, the thing, it's not the kids' fault either. Yeah. You know, so... Well, here goes piece of shit Mayor Eric Adams. He said, we're getting 10,000 migrants a month. We're going to basically see the end of New York, the destruction of New York City, he said. Where are they coming from? Here we go. He said, one time we were getting them from Venezuela. Now we're getting Ecuador. Now Russian-speaking people coming through Mexico. Now we're getting Western Africa. People from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come right to New York City. And everyone's saying it's our problem here in New York. 100,000 immigrants. 60,000 of them are still staying in the New York City's shelter system. $4.7 billion fucking dollars spent on these pieces of fucking shit that just fucking... Wa- these people are on the same fucking level to me as a fucking squatter. Because that's what they're doing here. They're coming to this country and they're fucking squatting. They're thinking they own the place. No problem with them if they come in and they do things the right way. But they're just walking over and getting everything fucking handed to them. And it's and it's hurting us. It's hurting our people. Are they going to have teachers to be able to help them? Do they speak English? It, it, it's not about the teachers are going to be there regardless. And it's like... And, and this Alex kid apparently does... But it's it's basically like, you know, the teachers are still going to have their same classroom size. It's just not going to be the same type of students. The students that they were supposed to have are now going to be fucking looking outside through the damn windows trying to get a lesson as the other kids are sitting inside the classroom being taught, I'm sure. It's going to be that way. The only thing they can do at this point is just do fucking homeschooling. Like, hey, if you have a computer and a home, you can sit in the classroom. We'll just go put a camera here and just do Zoom class because they can't find I mean, Where are we going to put these fucking people? They're not going to send them back home. I, I think they are New York's problem here, and they're all of our fucking problem. Yeah, because they're just going to spread out. They're just going to start. You think they're going to stay in that fucking shithole? Yeah, no, they're just going to start spreading out. Yeah. They're probably going to fucking end up down here. <laughs> There's no fucking room. Jesus. Fuck, I mean, all these fucking houses they're buying. Listen, I don't know. 
There's no room anymore, man. It's been eight years of development down here. We can't take no more. I got no problem with fucking people coming to this country, obviously, but you got to do it the right way. You've got to come over. You got to get inspected. You got to have your papers. You got to have a fucking purpose in life. You can't just come here and live for free. The first thing they do is they get the Obama fucking crackhead kit. You get a fucking crack pipe. You get a fucking hotel pass. You get a food voucher and a cell phone and some lube because we all know how uh, Barry Obama likes it. You know, fucking. Uh, I almost said the F word. I almost let it slip. Go ahead and take over before I. You gotta calm down. Um, listen, listen. I, I listen. I have a lot of flavor segments. Ooh, did you get one from that listener? A special one. I didn't. You know, you're not getting credit for it because I had it first. <laughs> uh, Mister, send a text in the morning like you, you're doing my job. Do you, you got to do your own job? I didn't even have my shit done. Exactly. Well, beginning September 12th, for a limited time, Wendy's will offer a pumpkin spice frosty and a pumpkin spice frosty cream cold brew. Flavor-wise, the frosty is described as boasting hints of pumpkin and a blend of warm spices like cinnamon and nutmeg. Mimicking those uh, autumn flavors, the pumpkin spice frosty cream cold brew is made using the same syrup as the pumpkin spice frosty. Sammy would probably tear this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wendy's said they wanted to turn people's cravings into reality with the newest menu items. Across social media, fans expressed their excitement over the new Frosty. Some people are more than eager to hand over their cash to Wendy's for the frozen treat. I don't... A lot of people are happy about that. I think it's the first time they've ever done a a pumpkin spice Frosty over there. They've done done vanilla chocolate and then strawberry, and then I think they did birthday cake. Mm Mm-hmm. This is the first time they're doing the pumpkin spice, man. And Sammy loves fucking Wendy's. I never heard of a pumpkin. I don't. I mean, how would that taste even? Pumpkin is good in like pies and stuff. I don't know how an ice cream would taste. Can you replicate that in an ice cream? No. Well, she eats freaking cakes and muffins and donuts and mm-hmm. oh my god, she she's obsessed with pumpkin. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure she would like it. Yeah. Um, I got another one. That's <clears throat> according to the Pop Tarts website. There are currently 28 different flavors, varieties, and configurations of the now iconic toaster pastries, including the newly released frosted banana bread flavor. Mm. Mm-hmm. That sounds really good. I don't eat Pop-Tarts, but that sounds really good. Several unfrosted favorites and the adorably tiny Pop-Tart bites. Earlier this summer, the Kellogg's own company announced that it was bringing back its uh, frosted strawberry milkshake toaster pastries to supermarket shelves for the first time since 2017. And just this week, it revealed a second diner-inspired flavor is on the way to the store shelves near you. Frosted chocolatey chip pancake is the newest Pop-Tarts release, a decadent-sounding combination of real chocolate chips and maple-flavored icing, lightly sprinkled with chocolate chip flakes. Oh, that sounds good. It does. The company calls it the ultimate moment of snacking indulgence which delivers a taste of a Hall of Fame comfort food in every bite. The frosted chocolate, the frosted chocolatey chip pancake and frosted strawberry milkshake Pop-Tarts will be available at Walmart in September and will roll out to supermarkets and other retailers by the end of the year. They will be going for about $4.86 a, uh, a box. Okay. Sounds pretty the good. The banana bread sounds really good, and the chocolate chip pancake sounds mm. fucking amazing. Okay. Where's this Wendy's? The ice cream was Wendy's. The ice cream was Wendy's. This is Walmart. uh, Walmart. The Pop-Tarts. Okay. Well, we go there enough. Might as well check them out. Yeah. Fucking kid loves everything pumpkin, though, man. 
I don't know. She's fucking like obsessed. I don't. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, who should get that from? Me. I love pumpkin. Oh. Or is that meat and the shit? Fucking ears. Smells good. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't care for the taste. All right. Well, I got one here for you. That's just a fun one here. This one's gonna make you laugh. I'm sure. I was talking about this a little bit on Wednesday. How my least favorite radio host of all time, Howard Stern, is uh, about to really get in some hot water with his wife. They're they're arguing. And uh, I talked about how he has an obsession with COVID-19. And he was one of those ones that said, fuck you, vac- unvaccinated people. You guys can die. I hope you don't get a hospital bed. I hope you die. Oh, remember, he was the one that was saying all this shit. And it was like, Howard, really? The dirtiest man on the fucking radio waves? He was going out there having girls do nasty shit and all this crazy stuff. And germs flying all over the place. He was getting... I, 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 think I he still don't like, understand how he hasn't gotten in trouble for any of the shit that he's done. I mean, Yeah, seriously. Like, he called... Uh, like robbing some racist shit before on the show, he he was a very bad human being, like awful. Like, how is he of all fucking people yeah. not fucking canceled? He had like he would call the guys retards on the show that he had, the like the cast of weirdos. He would that he purposely had. bring people on and yeah. make fun of them, make treat people like shit. I don't know, belittle like, them, insult them. I mean, I'm all for these things, <laughs> but if you're gonna be righteous, <laughs> if you're gonna be righteous. You don't fucking sit there and, and act righteous all of a sudden and, and, and act like you're holier than that. You have a past. We all have a past. Yeah. That's what pisses me off about these fucking people, especially the ones on the left. They're always pointing out everyone else's faults. Like, motherfucker, look in the fucking mirror. And that's why I talked about the thing with Jimmy Fallon and Ellen DeGeneres. It's always it's always them. Always yeah. them. But radio uh, show host Howard Stern revealed his obsession with fear of COVID-19 has strained his relationship with his wife. He shared his neurotic paranoia over the new strain of the virus has led to arguments and fights with his significant other, Beth Ostrowski. She's reportedly much less concerned about the virus and has a vibrant social life. Stern says, I'm going crazy with this. My wife yelled at me last night. We got into a fight. He said he hasn't contracted the virus yet, but suffers from anxiety over the chance that he does get it. He wants her to stay the fuck inside. With him. Don't go out. Like... And if he gets it, it's going to be her fault. Yep. Because yeah, she has a life. Bitch. Like, I couldn't yeah. deal with that either. Oh, God. He probably is the most <coughs> ridiculous person to live with right now. I guarantee you, he probably has the fucking sensors in the house. He probably hires a nurse to come and test her whenever she leaves and comes back. You, you may think I'm just making shit up, but these are the way these people were. You remember, these are the same motherfuckers that were fucking wiping down their fucking groceries. Yeah, leave your leave, leave your it. stuff on the yeah. porch for forty eight hours. Get the fuck out of here! I'm getting my fucking CD out the damn box, whatever the fuck. But that's what they were doing. They were like, they were fucking giving their fucking Thanksgiving turkey a fucking bath before they fucking cooked the damn thing. That's how scared uh, scare these people were. So he's sixty nine years old. He says that it puts him at a higher risk for a more severe case of COVID nineteen. So he is hook, line, and sinker. Everything they fucking tell him, he's like, not even, yes, Fauci, yes. So everything, uh, so everyone goes, don't worry, it's just a cold for me. It'll probably be way worse, though, I know it. You know what I mean? I'm the lucky one who will completely fall apart from COVID. He is their number one fucking customer, man. He is exactly who the fuck you are you're pushing the shit for. His wife's 51 years old, and he's saying that's why she's, she's so carefree. She's at a lower risk for it. Uh, my wife's considerably younger than me, as you might have heard. She's not concerned about getting COVID, but I am, because I'm older. He says he's not going to participate in any of her social plans, uh, he's just freaking out, and he's just trying to get her back on his side, basically. And He did say that they went out once. They went out to an Ed Sheeran concert, and he said he was panicking and freaking out the whole time. Fuck off. He, he deserves this life. He deserves to live in fear. This, yeah. is, his, this is his karma. 
living in fear of a fucking lie. Can you imagine these people's reactions? Is it true? Him being that way? Yeah. He's only been talking about COVID for the past three years. Like, how when afraid he, he is Could he just it. be saying that? You think he's getting paid to say that? Yeah. Could he just be saying it? I don't think so. I don't think... I, I, I think this is legitimate. He's such a loser. I don't believe anything he said. Like, I hate this dude. I have never liked him. I don't trust him for nothing. I, I don't know. If he's afraid, like, good for you. Just stay in your he, house. He don't ever it. fucking come out. I want to believe The world would be better it. off without you. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, but he's I'm just wondering... He's a disgusting fucking man. Because some people, like, you kind of feel like... Something's not right here, man. They're they're getting a payday somewhere yeah. for saying all this shit. I I don't know. I'm just wondering. I don't think he he he's. I mean, he is extremely fucking rich. I don't think yeah. he needs the money to promote this shit. I think he genuinely believes he's, in he's it. He's really this. Scared. He's he's that that's, fucking stupid. That's fucking. Stupid. He is as ugly on the inside as he is on the fucking outside, and he's an ugly motherfucker, man. I cannot stand Howard Stern, and thank God he's in fucking fear the way he is because he deserves it for the shit that he put people through. He yeah. took advantage of a lot of people that wanted to be famous or make a quick buck or just get their name out there. He fucking deserves it. Fuck you, Howard Stern. All right, I, so, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I don't like him at all. I, I hate him. Another one here from our pal Jay Hall. He sent in a fucking awesome one here where a Chicago gang member gets six years for, targeted gover- for, for targeting government witnesses in his social media posts. He said, all rats must die. A Chicago gang member was sentenced last week to six years in prison for retaliating against two witnesses cooperating with an investigation into his gang, going as far as messaging them on social media with, all rats must die. So, I mean, I, I always thought you were supposed to cover your tracks. He put a fucking social media post up. And sent him a message that can betray, uh, you know, like yeah. trace and shit, you know. Javion Bush was his name. He's 23 years old. Uh, fucking Javion, 23 years old. I mean, you threw your fucking life away. He pled guilty earlier this year to obstruction of justice after he posted an image to Facebook in 2021 that named two people who testified before a federal grand jury that was investigating his street gang. He wrote, all rats must die and tagged the two cooperating witnesses and threatened one of them directly in Facebook Messenger with the same statement. Without witnesses, the truth about an incident will never be found. Uh, Assistant U.S. Attorney Albert Berry III wrote in a sentencing memorandum, witnesses should be protected at all costs and threatening them should be sanctioned swiftly and severely. So he basically was a fucking moron, and these guys were going after his gang. So he put the social media post up saying, I'm going to get you all, rats must die. I, I, I mean, how fucking dumb can you get, dude? You fuck. Well, he's in a gang. Yeah. So. I don't know. Do you get the appeal of gangs at all? No. You don't, you don't, you don't no, get the appeal? No, they get shot. They get, they get shot and stabbed and beat up and freaking killed. Like, no. Yeah. Thrown in jail? No. But no. the appeal, though, was like, if you come from a broken home, which a lot of these people it, do. Uh, the appeal is family. Yeah. Right? They all look out for each other. Brothers, for the most sisters. Part. Yeah, but, like, no. I mean, That's no. what gets them. <laughs> but it does go to show that these gang members, that's all they want. That's all they're missing in life is that if you stop it at the home, if you have a good mom, a good dad, a family that supports you and believes in you. Yeah. They wouldn't. There would be no fucking gangs because that's why they go to gangs. That's the appeal of them. You go there because you want people to care and love for you. You you want that bond. They also want to be in charge of people. Yeah. Right. Like the the newbies. Yeah. Like they get pushed around and and all that shit. So it's it's families. I don't know. It's families. It starts <laughs> at home with the family. You, if you don't have a family, that's the life you. They're they're gonna. If you don't have it at home, you're gonna look for it somewhere else. I have one more. Okay. A Chipotle worker. In Ohio, says she's got PTSD from a customer's ballistic burrito bowl assault, and the full spicy confrontation was caught on camera. 
These people are wasting good fucking food. Why'd you grab your, your camera? The time it took you to grab that camera, you could put <laughs> that motherfucker on the ground. <laughs> the incident went down in Parma, Ohio. It's hard to hear exactly what the customer was arguing about, but it's safe to assume she was pissed about how her order came out Tuesday night. Early on in the clip, another customer defends the employee who's taking the verbal beating. The irate patron complains about waiting for their food, and the customer in the gray responds, then go to Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) And just as uh, the back and forth seems to settle down, the customer slams her food into the employee's face, completely covering her and drawing a big reaction from onlookers. You just wasted... I love Chipotle bowls, man. You just (laughs) wasted the food. The woman from the beginning of the clip even swoops in as the customer tries to leave, getting into a brief physical spat before the the bowl thrower gets out of there. A witness claimed the customer in question left unhappy with their food and came back five minutes later to start yelling. The worker says she now suffers from anxiety as a result of the incident, but a witness says they were impressed by how well the employee kept her cool at the moment. I just, I, I, I give it to people, man, because I wouldn't yeah. want to be working anymore. Mm-mm. I wouldn't. Especially in a place like that. In fast food or Walmart or fucking a gas station or whatever. People are fucking nuts now. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to work in any of those places anymore. I would rather stay home. It, people are too nuts. Yeah. You can't go out in fucking public. You're like people just go off the fucking handle. And people are just looking for a reason now. I think people are so fed up with the shit we've been dealing with. They're just that looking they're just for a reason. They're taking it out on each they other. Are. It's just so silly. Take it out on the people that need it. I just don't get it. I'm guilty of it too. I mean, it, it's it's gotten to all of us. It has. And if you say it hasn't gotten to you, then you're a lucky person out there and probably a liar cuz I mean, it's taken this toll on everybody. It's it's really pissed me off to the point where, like, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and fucking cause a scene in the store or anything, but if someone looks at me or says, put your mask on, if they bring that shit back, I'm telling them to go fuck themselves, you know? That's just the, that's just the way it is now. Listen, I only lost my shit once. Yeah. Okay? See, bitch. Right. She parked right in front of our driveway knowing we were trying to get out. I was so freaking mad that day. I mean, that, that <laughs> that's just the way it is. Other people just don't have the impulse control and they're throwing shit and <laughs> causing scenes in the stores. I mean, I would never make a fool of myself or put myself in a position to get arrested or anything, but... It's just at this point, man, fuck these people and fuck their fears and fuck their bullshit, man. Who cares anymore about this fucking film? We're not going to live forever. I could see if we had this thing where, hey, we live forever. We are never going to die. We're never going to get sick. All of a sudden, some new thing comes around and gets us sick. And it's the first time we dealt with sickness. Then I can understand a lockdown. We've dealt with this shit before. We knew it was a fucking cold. The fl- it was the flu repackaged. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, I only got a couple more here for you. And so you said you were done, so I'm going to knock these two out real quick and we can get to the finish because I know we got a lot of shit to do this weekend so these two came from Boogie she sent some in uh, here we go Oklahoma district who hired a drag queen to be an elementary school principal is facing backlash calling it unimaginable hmm uh, they hired a drag queen as a principal and you have to wonder the first question I before I even read this article is the first I've seen of this yeah. are they qualified I don't care or are I, they just a fucking drag care. queen I don't care because the kid wouldn't, might say me wouldn't be there. No. The moment I saw that I heard about it, she'd be home. Sorry, you're stuck homeschooling this year. You're not going. How the fuck are you going to be disciplined by a fucking dude that looks like Mimi no. from the fucking Drew Carey show? No. You know what? Whatever happens after she graduates and she's 18, 19, yeah. whatever, that, you know, I have no control over that. I'll have an opinion. But, like, yeah. you can't stop her from doing whatever. But if she's in school, like, no. 
I can control that. Your ass is coming home and you're going to be on the computer like your sister. Fuck that. I can only imagine. No teacher, no principal, no bus driver, no fucking thank you. No. Fucking ridiculous. I can only imagine being called to the school like, oh, your daughter had, had an incident or some shit. Thankfully, we never had that. No. And then, like, us showing up at the school... And then we go into the principal's office, and it's like a fucking movie where, like, you only see the back of the chair and, like, blonde hair. And it turns around, and it's fucking D. Snyder from Twisted Sister. Hi, I'm Mrs. N. How are you doing? And you're like, what the fuck? I'm like, get them over fucking leaving. I would just laugh at it, point at it, and do that Simpsons laugh at it, and just fucking walk out. Man, you can't take them seriously. No. So the superintendent of the state of Oklahoma, Ryan Walters called for Western Heights School District to immediately terminate a drag queen they hired to be an elementary school principal. Elementary school? No. No. And we have our answer. Oh, my we God. We have our answer. They're not qualified. They're only qualified in grooming children and being a fucking pervert. It's outrageous to have a drag queen running a school, you know. Here in Oklahoma, it doesn't line up with our values, uh, he told Fox <laughs> News Digital. Yeah. I hear from parents every day that are concerned with this woke left-wing indoctrination of our schools... Just gender theory that continues to be thrust upon our kids. It's very inappropriate. This is the problem. We are very fucking lucky. Mm -hmm. Like, other people are not as lucky as we are. You work from home. I don't work. We have that option. Like, when COVID happened and there was a lockdown, like, we we were fine. We were good. These poor other families that have to work and have to make money to provide for their kids, they have to send them to school. What the fuck else are they going to do because they yeah. can't stay home while they're homeschooled? Like, I feel so bad for them because if that was us, I don't know, I would lose my mind. I would fucking lose my mind. If I find babysitters, it would have completely would, crippled us. Yeah, like, so, like, I... Uh, I mean, like, those years were fucking rough here. I don't know if people think we were fine. I mean, we were fine as far as, like, child care. We didn't have yeah. to worry about, like, child care. Like, like right. we both weren't leaving the house every day. We were already set up to be home anyway, which was nice. It's just, I, I can't even imagine these poor parents that have to, like, they have to send their kids to school with these fucking assholes. Yeah. I, like, that's awful. That's well, awful. The thing is, is they don't have to, but they do because private schools are so much more expensive. Yeah. I mean, if you're a single mom or you're just a, a mom and dad barely struggling or barely making a buy and struggling, you know, you can't just say, all right, we're going to pull our kid from the school. You, they got you. That's why they're so intent on getting to your kids through the school because they know they got these parents by the fucking balls. That sucks, man. And school choice, obviously, they'll never let that pass because they don't want parents to have... They want your kids in that school learning that shit for a reason. Because they want to touch your kids because they're fucking pedophiles. All of them. So anyway, the principal of John Glenn Elementary School, Shane Mernon, is a drag queen who goes by the name of Chantel Mandalay. Uh, Mernon maintained a separate Facebook page from another uh, called Chantel Mandalay. According to the page, he was employed as a drag queen at a venue called The Boom. He's not fit to lead a school district. This madness has to stop. Dressed as a drag queen, Mernon has read books to children to celebrate pride for the Metropolitan Library System. Walters added that gender ideology and integration in K-12 education is part of a larger Marxist agenda from the left. And yeah, I mean, we know exactly what they're doing I have a good you know inkling as to why they're doing it they, they don't want people recreating they don't, don't want us reproducing it's okay for your kids to be trans but not okay for their kids to be trans I don't think you're gonna see uh, Obama's kids fucking getting sex changes like his wife did uh, you're not gonna see anything like uh, Joe Biden's fucking dumbass kids or grandkids the ones that he will acknowledge you won't see them getting sex change operations or becoming trans you're never gonna see a major politician's kids turn trans. You're not going to see it. It ain't going to happen. 
So anyway, uh, yeah, they, they basically fired the guy, and, and Oklahoma has, seems to have some good leadership there because they said, let's get this guy the fuck out of here immediately, and he's saying all the right things. But just the fact that they are intent and willing to hire a known, I mean, your mom's a teacher, so did she ever tell you anything about, like, the hiring process? I'm probably sure she's been a teacher ever since you were a kid, so you probably don't even know. Like, did, did they do a thorough background check, do you know of, or anything? Oh, yeah, they do that. Yeah. And they and they couldn't find out this guy was a fucking weirdo on the weekends. Well, then you got the one with the size Z breasts or whatever, yeah. where he's a man outside of school, but when he goes mm-hmm. to fucking work, he's wearing those fucking disgusting fucking boobs. Why do you have got. to do that when you're going to school? Like it makes no sense. He doesn't wear them. In, he doesn't wear it any other time. Yeah. He's, they he they was sound pictures of him in the news. I think yesterday. Yep. Yeah. With him in the car and stuff, just a man walking around, fucking... Why do you have to do it in front of the kids? I don't That's know. That's the question. It's fucking weird. And that that idiot, I wish he would go away, because he keeps popping up, like, all the fucking time, this stupid picture with his fucking huge-ass tits. I, I just don't get it. Like, you're doing this for Ugh. a reason, you know? And it's just... It's these just people, people are weird. They are disgusting, and they're perverted. I mean, there's really not much more you can say. They're just nasty fucking people. And they're so intent on hiring I wouldn't want them around my around kids. fucking kids. No. No. I'm so glad that we, like, I'm so glad we were in the situation we're in. I don't give a fuck about being called a phobe or any of the other shit. It's the phobe or whatever the fuck. Fuck that, man. So here we go. Here, this is the last one here. All right. So a Democrat. Oh, this is a fucking good one. A Democratic Party leader thanked the Minneapolis police and pushed to prosecute youths running wild. After she was carjacked on Tuesday, despite previous support for dismantling the department. I saw this. The bloody side of her face yep. and shit. The, bitch, this is what you fucking get. Fuck around. And find, find out. Yep. out. Fuck this bitch. Yep. Shivanti Sathendon, the second vice chairwoman for the Minnesota Democratic Farmer Labor Party, posted Wednesday on Facebook that she was violently carjacked by four very young men, all carrying guns. She said they... So this is going to be more of a gun control thing, I bet. Not the fact that they got rid of the police. She said they assaulted her in front of her children outside their home in broad daylight. She also included a photo of her head injuries and reported having a broken leg, deep lacerations on her head, bruising and cuts around her body, as well as feeling rage against a lack of accountability against criminals. Oh, was there no one there to help you? Mm -hmm. Was there no one to call? (laughs) It only matters when it happens to you. That's the problem a lot of people have. No one looks at the big picture. Oh, I'm just this fucking important person. It's not going to affect me, just you peons out there. But then when it hits home, that's when laws get made. That's yeah. why I'm starting to think maybe these people that are making these fucking, you know, disgusting laws to keep people in their homes, maybe something bad should happen to them. So maybe they can feel the effects that we're all feeling. Yeah. And maybe they can fucking stop it because the shit that they're enforcing upon us is is, is crude and unruly, man. So I'm glad this just fucking happened to this dumb bitch. It sucks that it happened in front of her kids. But you know what? You don't care what happens to us. Yeah. Why the fuck should we care what happens to you? So these, you would think yeah. she would want it to be a safe area because she has kids. For everybody. Right? You've got kids, yeah. Like, I just don't understand. All of a sudden, now she wants to do something about it because she got carjacked. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. She's a fucking scumbag. She's like, these men knew what they were doing. I have no doubt in my mind they've done this before. Yet they're still on our streets, killing mothers. Giving <laughs> babies psychological trauma that a lifetime of therapy cannot erase. They're still on the streets. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. So she was trying to be all bold, and she's saying thank you to the police officers now and all this other crap. But this is hilarious, man. Uh, she's 
She was one of those people that was staunchly against the police. Yeah. Defund the police. We hate the police. And yeah, there you go. This is what happens. You got what you wanted, bitch. <laughs> Isn't this what you want? We should give everybody what they want. Every single one of them. Hey, uh, New York, you're the migrant city. Here are the fucking migrants. They're all fucking around and finding out right now. And I can't wait till it happens again. Wait till they fucking... I mean, the whole thing with the lockdowns and shit, I don't know if they're going to do it again. It seems like they're really trying hard when they're telling you everyone's got COVID again. All of a sudden, Whoopi Goldberg's doing things with the mask one in her house by her fucking cell phone Zoom with the view. Did you see that shit? Are you serious? Yeah. She, She's another one I want gone. Another one? Get the fuck out of here, you fucking bitch. I'm so sick of some of Oda May? Get the fuck out of here. Ugh. Patrick Swayze's rolling over in his grave, not because of the fucking uh, <laughs> Roadhouse remakes, because of Oda May over here. I, I mean, this is just horrific. If they pull this shit again. I don't think as many, not as many people are going to listen, man. If anybody I hope listens not. at all. I hope not, but you'll if, get, if they, just, you'll get the yeah. few that are like Howard Stern that will listen. Yeah. Rest, I don't. There's think. a lot of Howard Sterns out there, though. I mean, we're not going to get 100 percent participation. We, no. we might get like 60, 65 percent of people on board. You think that many? I think people are over this shit. Well, I'm saying on board on our side. Oh, okay. When COVID first happened, it was like 20 percent were on our side. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking we're probably going to jump like 60 percent of the population. Like, yeah, fuck this shit. But yeah. there's still going to be quite a few people, man. A lot of people. We're going to see them at Walmart. We're going to see them in stores with the mask on, probably giving us that same look. We're going to see it. But when they try to pull this shit again, motherfucker, all right, fine. We'll, we'll lock down. Yep. Go go, go get your guns. Go get in the car. We're going to drive up to this fucking building. We're going to protest. We're going to fucking do whatever the fuck we got to do. It'll be a horrific thing in the street. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it because it's going to be bad if they try to pull that shit again. Because at the end of the day, I mean, we vote for these people. They're supposed to be our leaders, but they turn out to be a bunch of fucking assholes. Yay. Was that one of the better ones? That was good. Was that one of the better ones? Yeah. Good job. So, it's Friday. We made it. It's been a long <laughs> week. It has been a fucking great vacation. And I uh, watched a lot of good movies and TV shows. My BFF and I got rid of uh, most of our fucking list here. We got a lot of shit in our list. And I'll even let you and uh, and, and Sherry have a couple of these if you guys want, want some recommendations. I can give you guys None of some your stuff, stuff to watch. Good. Everything is good that, that I've been watching here. But it's just been a hell of a vacation. But now it's time to get back to reality starting next week. So it's it, it'll be interesting. I'm excited. I'm ready for it. Yeah. What about you? Do you got any plans for the weekend or anything? <laughs> no. Nothing? No, man. Nothing. I got nothing. I don't know what I don't know what I'm gonna yeah. fucking do. Although I, I, I'm sure I'll find something. I I don't know. There are no movies. Yeah. There's no fucking movies, man. Sometimes you just gotta look and open up your horizons. You might be surprised. What but you if find. they look stupid, I don't want to waste my time. A lot of these Listen, movies. Listen, last I've night look killed me. Okay, this that fucking movie killed me. I don't know what I'm gonna do. So I think Sherry sabotaged in the Big Titty Committee because <laughs> she wants in the Toxic Twins, but we. But listen, there's only two. You can't have more. So you guys got to work it out. The last few things I've watched have not been great. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fucking lose. I'll just stare at the screensaver. Severance and Heels. No, no, no. Great shows, and you would like both of them. Severance put me to sleep, and Heels is. A, I don't. I don't. It's wrestling. Ugh. No, it's 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 like Southland. It really is. It's like Southland. There's like a it's, it's a family business. They're they're trying to keep afloat, and there's a lot of yeah. family drama. It's a really good show. I, I enjoy the hell out of it. All right, so I've been trying to figure out why the hell you love this segment so much, and I just can't figure it out. I don't know. Maybe tune in next week to find out. You're gonna make me wait all weekend. We <laughs> All right, fine. I'll have the whole weekend to think about it. I'm gonna have the answer for you on Monday. Yeah. 
We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I hardly doubt it. All right. So Ashley uh, sent this one in. Uh, she's a former guest of the show. One of my favorite interviews I've ever done. We sent this one in here, and it's a fucking long one, probably because she knows I can't read very well when I'm high. Uh, she, she listens to our show, so here we go. Uh, this person wants to know, would I be the asshole for canceling Christmas? Oh. Listen. <laughs> I'm about to walk out. Like I don't even. I don't even need to hear the story, man. You can't you can't cancel Christmas? Oh, man, I don't know. I you don't know, must. Man. Someone must have done something so fucked up. You're gonna get rid of the happiest holiday. The you happiest are a holiday. Person, but Christmas, Christmas turns you into Buddy the Elf. You can't fucking take Christmas away. Mm-hmm. Did the person murder someone? Like yeah. what, what? They had to do something fucking horrific. I don't know. I'm not going to put that all on you. We are miserable people. But I'll tell you what. There's two times of the year we enjoy and we come alive. And that's Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> the holiday of darkness and the holiday of light wakes yeah. us up for some reason. We are out there. I'm out there being entertaining. Yep. I'm joking with people, strangers, <laughs> telling kids how cute they are. Oh, you look so cute in your Skeletor outfit. Oh, your mom is fucking hot in your little slutty nurse. Hey, here's my number. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, really good stuff going you know, on in holiday times. <laughs> So stupid. What is it with women's outfits? It's got to be slut this and sl- slutty Freddy Krueger. That's all we are. If I see a fucking dude in drag wearing a slut nurse outfit, I'm fucking ending my life. The nurse is here. I'm going to come back to life and run and die somewhere <laughs> away from that fucking freak. All right. So my husband and I have been together for seven years and married for three months. We both work high-stress jobs with high incomes and no children. That's why you have all that money. We are frugal and spend our money on savings and trips. How How are you frugal if you're going on trips? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, I I guess because you're frugal, you can afford to go on trips. You can afford the trips. Yeah. Yeah. In our relationship, I plan our retirement, keep track of finances, host friends and family, arrange gifts, make appointments, and plan our vacations. We travel a lot. For his part, he does laundry and cooks and does the dishes more than me. He gets along well with everyone and is the more easygoing one. It sounds to me like they got a pretty good setup here, right? It sounds to me he doesn't do shit. No, he, he he takes care of the oh. home. He he does he does the home stuff, and she does the others. It sounds like they got a he pretty. He washes dishes sometimes, and get the fuck out of here. Listen, All right, what else? As long as he's doing it right, because you got to have the right amount of cold water in that bitch, so you don't burn your hands. I was literally washing dishes yesterday or Wednesday, and you went Let's to rinse. Right up for it. You went to rinse your fucking hands in the sink, and you're like, ow. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's called hot water. That's yeah. what you use to wash dishes. Mm-mm-mm. I don't I don't get it. Cold water. Ugh. When I'm washing dishes, I don't like my hands to be hot. because. But when I'm in the shower, I can take a hot shower, not no, you scalding. Don't. You take not scalding. lukewarm. To you, it might be lukewarm. <laughs> but to me, it's, it's nice enough. It's like I can feel warm, and that's all I need. I don't need to be fucking burning. I, I don't like cold water. I don't like it hot. It's got to be right in the middle. Oh, God. So on our trips, I've asked my husband to help me with tasks ranging from helping me plan beforehand to finding an Uber. Does he ask you to help wash the dishes and make the dinner? Because you're, this is your job, bitch. He, wow, man. He completed his task. First of all, she seems very fucking high maintenance to me. Like, can you just go on vacation and just wing it? That's do you have do. to have a fucking plan for every hour? Yeah. Because that would, that would stress me out. That's the type of person I am. Like, I, that would stress me. If we have a fucking plan, like, I, I, like, just wing it. Okay, what are you in the mood to do today? Yep. 
and then okay let's go do it and if we're not tired all right is there something else we can do or you know like why do you does everything have to be so planned out that would drive me insane the only thing you book beforehand is your hotel and maybe tickets for something that you're going to that's it yes like you plan on okay we want to do three days in disney and two days in universal like yeah you plan that out but like i I don't know this that's it takes the fun out of everything yeah like just have fun because you know there's always a woman who's like got like three groups of families all together at disney and she's got the fucking notepad and she's a (laughs) nazi about it it's 12.15. We got to fucking have lunch five minutes ago. Now we can't do the maze for fucking an hour. We got to do it for 55 minutes. You're fucking eating into my time, people. See, I couldn't... I couldn't... No. I couldn't, just couldn't do that. I couldn't... Like, I would wake up that morning and let, let's come up with a game plan, especially because yep. let, let Jenna know, and then off we go. And then, and that's, then that's it. What do you feel like doing? Yep. You don't need a notepad. You got <laughs> no. Jenna. Yeah. So She'll let you know. So usually he ignores me until it's too late and I have to make the decision, or he makes mistakes. Getting an Uber to the wrong place or forgetting beach towels I asked him to bring. What is this guy good for? Washing dishes, doing the laundry, cooking the food. Those are fucking essential things that he does. <sighs> and I'm sure she appreciates that shit because she can sit at home fucking with her feet up doing nothing while he's doing all that. All she's going to do is make a couple phone calls and go online. Everything she does, you can do sitting <laughs> the fuck down. What the fuck is so stressful about this bitch's chore? I'd rather take her job than his. So anyway, mistakes aren't a big deal, but he places the blame on me. This issue's not new to us. And for a wedding, I did 99% of the planning, and he promised in return that he would plan a honeymoon. Right before the wedding, he looked up a Costco package that was almost twice as <laughs> expensive as we'd agreed to spend, and that he didn't have any guaranteed spots. Oh my god. What I really want him to do was not find an all-inclusive, unaffordable trip that we didn't go on, but do something that was tailored to us. But you're right, she's very high maintenance. She's high maintenance. High maintenance. Yep. My husband also has a twin brother that often comes along with us. What? Yeah. So now she's just, she's not only planning for the husband. Now she's got to plan for a fucking tag along, the third wheel? Mm-hmm. Well, this this husband, is all too much for me. No. And, and the dude doesn't want to help? I don't, think he's, I don't think he's completely useless. I just think he just doesn't care. Because I don't care. Like, you guys pick whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Just but for him to not even pick out a fucking honeymoon... Like, you couldn't have at least prepared for that the day before. Maybe he just didn't care. I don't know. But anyway, like, my husband, his twin doesn't help plan, and he had never thanked me for planning trips for us. But this is partly, uh, you know, me thinking this guy's useless as well, because if I'm going on vacation, I don't need someone to plan the vacation for me. And what happens if he doesn't like it? Yeah, like, what the fuck? Who the fuck plans it? How do you plan a vacation? Like, hey, we're going to go to Disney on this date. This is how much we're going to need. To me, that, that's all the planning you need. Because if I'm the one, like, if, if it's us and I'm the one that's stuck planning everything, I'm doing shit that I want to do. Yeah. Period. If there's things you want to do, then we plan it together. But I can't <laughs> see you planning anything. Oh, hell no. You'll, you'll just no. say, we got the tickets to <laughs> get into the park for the week. And we've got, you know, like, yes. like, like our tickets to go wherever we want. And we'll figure it out when we get there. Yes. And we got our hotel waiting for us in like a car or something. I don't fucking know. But you have your main things, where you're staying, how, how you're getting there, and what you're going to do when you get there. You got that plan. And you have fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He behaves like coming on, a, on the trip is a gift for me. Outside of this, I've tried to be his friend, but I feel no... Um, he's basically just not reciprocating. I get him gifts for his birthday and holidays, text and call him, and include him. Uh, I.e. asking him if he wants me to write his name on a Mother's Day card when he hasn't helped pick a gift. Uh, right now, we're all on a flight back from Hawaii where I researched hotels and flights, put together the schedule, booked hikes and dinners, rented a car, etc. 
When I brought up the fact that they complained a lot and never said thank you, my brother-in-law said that uh, he told me the sunset was nice and that is the same as a thank you. Wow. When I told this to my husband and explained how upset I am with both of them for not helping me, not yelling but definitely not in a calm way, he told me to go fuck myself. Yeah, seriously. Go fuck yourself. Wow, the husband told her to go fuck herself. They dated for seven years. Mm, she didn't know. You're, you can't sit there and tell me that he wasn't like this the whole fucking time. He all of a sudden, the last three months, he's this way. You knew it. How's that song he, go? I don't know. You don't know me Seriously. by now. You, you dated seven years, man. Did he ever help with any of it? Mm. Like, and now you're going to sit there and get pissy? Yeah. Like, you let this happen. You let this keep going on and on and on. And now, like... Oh, God. That's like you bitching to me about, like, not washing the dishes. Like, bitch, you know who the fuck I am? Yeah, like, <laughs> you saying. you know him. Bitch. Get the fuck out of here. And and, and his twin brother is obviously exactly like him. Yeah. So, I, I don't know well, what you twins. expected. My husband also said that if I cancel future trips, that I'm no longer invited to my in-laws Thanksgiving. The one thing his mom plans. <laughs> I've already planned and booked an elaborate three-week Christmas trip to Italy for the three of us. Three weeks in Italy. Christmas time. <laughs> three weeks. What is that, like 20 grand right there? Oh, man. Fuck. <laughs> but I just feel <laughs> what exhausted. What do they do? Make like, a lot of money and not hear crying. That's they are just it. now coming home from Hawaii. She's writing this as they're yeah. on the flight home from Hawaii, mm -hmm. yet she already has a three-week trip planned yeah. for Christmas in Italy. Mm -hmm. That is so much traveling. Dude, I good for them, man. I mean, if... No, good for them, but like... If you got it, do it. Oh, my God. I will never blast anyone for not having kids. I'm not one of those fucking people, because sometimes I'm like, damn, that's kind of fun. Like, I, I envy that shit. Like, man, you're lucky you don't have any kids, but I would never trade it for the world, but I would never say oh well they, well they should just have kids no but she can't keep complaining if he's yeah. always been this way and you keep booking more and more and more and more and more trips and mm. you're the one only freaking doing anything about it you can't complain yeah it's, it's awful at this point I'm considering canceling the whole trip entirely or at least canceling my portion or canceling one or both of their portions and going solo I haven't decided yet <laughs> would I be the asshole if I took one of these paths yes Mm -hmm. Completely, I, I don't. I don't even have to debate that. She's such a bitch. She is such a bitch. She is a bitch. She, I mean, all she's asking for is a little help, and she's still the asshole because the way she's going about it. And you know, she's asked for help for seven years. If he hasn't changed, he's never going to fucking change. Yeah, he's a fucking scumbag, man. So yeah, I, I'm sorry. She's an asshole to me. Like the, this is he's always been this way, and you yeah. keep fucking making these stupid trips. Must be fucking nice. Three weeks in fucking Italy. That's crazy, man. Damn. I mean, good for them. Seriously, I would go good by myself. Them. If I was that aggravated, go by... Yeah. If they're, all they're doing is tagging along and complaining the whole time, I would seriously... I would be so mad, I would go by myself. Yeah, I mean, I've gone on vacation by myself before. I used to go to Florida every year. I used, I used to go down there when I was young. I used to go for a week just to hang out and shit. And I, I had the most fun. I always met people and had a good time. And then come home and you're just fucking... And all you got are your memories in your head. No one else to fucking talk about how fucked up you got or did crazy shit. I, I always liked it. I've always been an introvert. Uh, I always liked doing shit by myself. 
she wouldn't be an asshole if she went by herself because hey bitch you want it your way you're sick of everyone else I didn't go on your own that I would say you're not an asshole because you let them do their thing and you could let them fuck around and find out see how hard it is to plan you do your own thing that's another thing why can't she do that right yeah. why can't she why can't they all go she can have her own itinerary right yeah. and plan her own shit yeah. and just take off 7 o'clock 8 o'clock in the morning just go and do you know be gone yeah. all day and then they're just sitting at the hotel like well damn Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do? And, like that's their problem. Yeah, you got them there. Now they can figure out what they're gonna do. So why can't you do that? Yeah, vacations. You're that's not supposed a fucking to be compromise asses right anyway the whole time. Yeah, like oh my goodness, I don't like I don't like her. Whenever your friends came down here to, to visit, one thing I hated about it was everything had to be together. It's like we just spent three days in a row together. Why don't you guys take a day and do your own thing as a family? Yeah. You know, you guys do your thing. We'll do our thing. We're in the, we're not on vacation. You are enjoy the fucking life down here. It was always, what do you guys want to do? And I'm like, no, you're the one on vacation. We, we live here. I just woke up and we, looked out the window, seeing the you, same shit I've seen for the past eight years. We brought you all the tourist booklets. Yeah, here you go. And I spread them all over the couch. I'm like, figure out what you want. And it's like, to so do. what are we doing? Circle in the room. Like, no, motherfucker, this is for you. We can do a couple of things together. Like, oh, nice yeah, to see you. We'll catch up. This is vacation. I'm not spending all that money. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, especially when we live here and we do it whenever we want. Can you imagine if we all went somewhere different together, a different place? Like, we all went to, like, uh, like fucking Spain or some shit for a week. I'm just throwing oh, out God. a place. Everything would have to be together. Yeah. Why can't they just go to the same place? Hey, how about we go to Italy, but you guys do this, and I'll go check out the art museums. Right. Yep. Yeah. And then meet back at the hotel and have a dinner or something. Why the fuck does it have to be together? Yeah, a vacation should be a a vacation away from everything, meaning work, problems, and people. And the the twins would probably have more fun. Oh, of course they would. Going off, getting drunk, and doing whatever the fuck men do, like you know, hanging out with the fucking hot Italian chicks with their mustaches (laughs) and fucking armpit hair and deep voices and shit. You can hang out with them. Shit, man. I just offended a lot of Italian women. I don't give a fuck. I'm an offensive son of a bitch. Oh, God. All right, so, so asshole. That is an asshole. And Certainly. This Ashley. She's great. She's, she's, she's cool. She's giving really two good asshole stories. Keep it up. So maybe you shouldn't have that segment anymore, and then it should just be Ashley. Just, just be the Ashley segment. Because. You, did you listen to the show she was on? No, I don't listen to your you shows. You hate me, that's why. Very entertaining person, and obviously a good picker of assholes. Yes. So there you go. They're very entertaining. I don't care how long that was. That was good. I care because I'm very She's high. She's a fucking asshole. I'm very high, so I uh, want to be high somewhere else. Mm. You got any other plans? Anything? Last minute stuff? There's a fight I'm going to watch. That's all I'm going to be doing. Is there anything on? I don't um, think there's anything on. I don't know. No. There's, there's I'm sure fight. I will find something. Yeah. Whether it will be good or not, who knows. But My BFF got me interested in watching the Harry Potter movies. Ooh, we can watch those together. I finally said... No, listen. I finally said I'm going to watch them. And apparently, these are Halloween movies. So, can't watch them until October. So, I have no idea what the hell's going on this weekend except for a fight. And I think Heels... Well, Heels is going to be gone. We're already caught up on that one. Maybe what if they're gone? Out. What's that? The Harry Potter movies? Yeah. They're not going to be gone. Well, they, t- they tend to fucking do that. If those are for real Halloween mm. movies, mm. like Christmas movies, like Elf, you can find it on the app at any time. Yeah. You start getting inching closer to Christmas, boom, it's gone. That's weird. But Harry Potter's <coughs> owned by, uh, by Warner Brothers, so that'll always be on the Max app. And if it's not Will there, it? it'll be on the free side. So yeah. Yeah, it'll be somewhere. You saw them, right? Did you like them? Oh, God, people. I, like, I don't know what to do with him. You liked them, I thought, didn't you? I watched the first two. Did you? 
for some reason, and I don't quite know why, but I didn't watch the rest. Uh I liked them, but I never finished all the movies. Are they Halloween-y? Not that I remember, but it was also like 20 fucking years ago, so, and I can't remember yesterday, so, (laughs) I don't know. Not that I know of, not that I remember at all. Well, tell the people where they can find us. You can find us at um, Voice of Misery on all platforms and then Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. 